that was really a really tough game. Um, I thought that uh, we did a lot of good things, uh, but it's uh, Forwards are still not looking and seeing where the shooters are, and they're standing there. So we've got to defend and beat them. We didn't defend them hard. They didn't have anything. But we didn't defend them. You know, and Chris both gave up like four or three. So they were really in trouble in the possession. We can't do that. I think the good news is we need to get a stop at the end of regulation. We got it. And then the overtime, you know, two freshmen made the first two buckets. And uh, our defense was, was good in the overtime. But I mean, we need to, you know, we got, we got a lot of work to do. Um, we got a lot of long way to go. And this was a good step. A really tough game. And obviously, at the end, they had the edge, and we were able to overcome and get the overtime and win. So, a good win. First half, and then he tried too much in the second half. He's got to make the balance out. And when he gets good shots, he makes them. In the second half, he, he did have two or three good ones he missed, he missed, but then he took a couple of shots. And some of the situations, both you can get in the lane, and Jesse's got to be found. We have to find Jesse. Jesse has to move him. We have to find Jesse down there. And you know, he was a presence on defense in the second half. I think he went five or six blocks. That was a big difference in the uh, it's a great game to get a win in, um, but there's just too many bad things out there that we're going to have to work on correctly. Hey, Coach, um, Jim has had a great all-around game today, um, but kind of talk about his effectiveness at the top of the team, two breeds out in terms of um, his defense, his, his um, defense in the passing lanes, getting steals. Yeah, he's, um, he's getting better out there. I think he's much more comfortable. And, you know, he can score. I, I just think there's opportunities for him where he gets in the lane. He's got to find Jesse. And we've 
Jim, you had Justin Malik in there in the first half, but Saimir was the only guy you brought in off the bench in the second half. What into, you know, keeping the starters out there on the floor for the majority yeah, of the second half? Coach, what does a win like this with your freshmen playing so well down the stretch do for their development here early in the season? You know, we, we have so much to do to get better, but it's, 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 a, it's a long, long list, so we have a lot of work to do. We're happy to win, but it's not a good game for us. We can't get different boards like they have. And uh, we can't leave people open two or threes when you're there. It's one thing, like, Colgate did such a good job, they had open threes. We, this team was really there. Test the shot. You got there's one thing being there, and the other thing is contesting the shot. And we didn't contest the shot. That's a story. Coach, Jim was a lot more than today when I was on the court, or even when you check at sports table, call that stuff. How have you seen his leadership in the first few games? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. he's, he's a really good player, and we got a long way to go. We played four games. 
Check back with you a month and see how it is. All set? Service locker is open. We're in the New York Liberty. All right, we are on our way from Jim Beheim's press conference to the Syracuse locker room. We'll hear from some of the players after today's game. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around here on the Orange Fizz Live Spaces. Walking here with our fellow staffer, Ian Unsworth, through the, uh, through the tunnels of the Barclays Center. Ian will be joining us a little later in the program to go over tonight's game, but what a performance from Syracuse. Gutsy win. Newlands prevail. As game two gets at the start, and we are by the buses under the Barclays Center. Who knew there was so much room under the Barclays Center? Syracuse in the New York Liberty locker room tonight. We've heard very good things about it. We're going to find out. We are headed to the locker room. See what Joe... Judah, Benny, Jesse have to say about today's performance. This must be the fight. Um, get ready to get our guy for my team to win. Um, that's not scoring or uh, making plays for other people. Uh, just being a menace on the defense and everybody. It seemed like you were getting the ball at the elbow for some isolation or at least like post up yeah. opportunities. Uh, what have you guys been working on in practice, especially with that elbow play? Um, it's just. Um, I mean, not to give you the play, but I mean, just uh, pretty much ISO play. Um, make a read out of it. Um, 
obviously we're from Michelle first and the brothers are great players. Like I think with Chris when he hit the um, the one dribble pull up after himself. Is that step back your go to move or what do you want to start with? Um finish up the contact at the rim. I think that's gonna be a key part for um for my game more important unless it's a win the game. So I think I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna have to score more. But like I said, even if I'm not scoring, I'm out there doing other things. I'm not I'm not just a scorer. I do everything in court, so it's gotta believe that. What were you seeing out there on the defensive end in terms of getting the shooters? Most of their shots are in 10 seconds. So we had a lot of a lot of um, shot clock violations just because of that. Um, yeah, they just move the ball well, get to the corners. Just need to move around better on defense. How do you feel the team settled in the one place center stage? I think our composure was great. I mean, for two freshmen to be out there for as long as they were and hit two big shots, I mean, I mean that's all we could really ask for from them. So, yeah. Thank you. When you're defending for those possessions where you mentioned the shot clock violations, how tough is it to stay you know, locked in and really defend at a high level for 30 seconds? Um, I would say it was hard in the summer. I mean, we rework every day at it. Um, we know what those situations are like. We know what people are looking for. I mean, I called out two plays that they were going to run. They stopped the play. So we, we've seen stuff. It's just it's just being locked in every position. There have been a couple times the last couple games where, you know, there were a couple loose balls you were fighting for on the ground. When that tenacity comes out, what kind of fire lights under you as a player? Lose myself in the game. I don't think about anything like, at all. Just lose myself diving on the floor, running everywhere, talking, contesting, everything. Just being out there, being a menace. Thanks, Benny. Hey man, good win out there. Syracuse is against you. Envision playing 
How much of a confidence build do you think it is for, you know, you as a young guy, but also your young teammates to win this game as you guys did over time? You struggled past two games, but how awesome was it to come out and hit that first shot in the first four minutes and try to get kind of get the ball rolling for you offensively? Did you ever feel like you guys were? What do you think gave you guys that confidence so early in the year? They give us all the confidence. Just play basketball. They just want us to be the best we can and just win. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, uh, honestly, no. I Obviously, this is who you are, this is what you're about for four years, but can you kind of walk me through what you're thinking when you're at the first half, you're draining the threes, you're hot, and you're kind of encouraging the crowd that you're Yeah, um, I mean, you know, we love playing the big games, and, you know, we obviously have already lost a fortunate game this year. Um, and, you know, we wanted to come down here and compete with some good teams um, and show that we can win against, you know, top opponents as well. So, um, I mean, we just love playing the big games. There's a lot of, uh, the atmosphere is a little bit different than it usually is, and, uh, you know, I love to compete. So, Coach mentioned post game the different looks on defense are going to get top locks, tag teams. Are you seeing that? And how do you plan on countering those? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've played for you know, three years. Seeing watch getting kind of the same attention that you know I'm getting this year. Uh, but at the same time, I got guys around me on my team who make plays, um, score, shoot. Um, obviously, just inside with the presence he brings. So um, I got a lot of teammates around me that kind of bring me up. And, uh, Gives me a uh, look at the We're going to have to discuss how you get yourself. Is that you 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, you know, I'm a little faster and quicker than sometimes people might give me credit for. Um, and you know, I can use that in my in my advantage on offense. Um, and you know, we we practice the same exact way. You know, we're playing five on five. So I'm in practice, whoever it is, which has regarded me the same way. So I'm kind of used to it. Um, and I have to do the same exact thing uh, in practice in the game. It just makes it that much easier. I'm kind of used to it, and uh, I, I know it's coming. I assume you know you had a career high tonight. Is there any reaction to that? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, it, it's, it's pretty good to know. Um, obviously, it's good to know that we won as well. It wouldn't have been very celebratory, I guess, if we had lost. Like I said, you know, I have a good player job playing a full league game. So I have a long time to do a lot better than I did tonight. And, uh, you know, just help the team win a lot more than I did. And, uh, I'm happy about it. Um, it's cool to know. It's cool to see. Um, and obviously, it's better than we want. Take us through your mind in the first half. Like, uh, kind of feel like a scoring gap. Will, what does that feel like for you? When yeah. It feels like your shots falling. It was awesome. Um, uh, what is the mindset challenge you got? I'm kind of the spark and a little bit of uh, more of a presence for me. And I uh, kind of just tried to do my best to put my spots and make open shots. And uh, my teammates are putting down You're starting to get on a bit shorter of a list when you look at Syracuse basketball players who've had multiple 30-point games. Are you at that point where you're thinking about yourself yet with all like with some other great Syracuse basketball players? Honestly, no, absolutely not. You know, especially in the middle of the season, beginning of the season right now that we are. Uh, I'm just looking forward to the next game tomorrow. Um, you know, another opportunity to get back out there on the court and uh, help this team win. Um, since my sophomore year, <clears throat> when we went to the uh, 316, I've been itching to get back to the tournament and uh, honestly just winning games right now and getting there in the end of March is the main focus for me and my team. Joey, this team this early in the season, you know, this such young group that are working up here. How big of a confidence building weight do you think this is? Yeah, this is huge. Um, especially you know,
Oh, there's there's no one. Um, Welcome back into the Orange Fizz here in the uh, doldrums of the Barclays Center. We just walked out of the Syracuse locker room. Great moment from Chris McCullough there. Going, breaking up Joe Girard's press cop, you could say, quote unquote, interview session in the locker room, saying, F this interview, daps him up and walks right back out of the locker room. That was a pretty good moment. Wearing his own jersey, by the way. Wearing his own autograph jersey. Thank you very much, Mr. Ian Unsworth, who uh, now joins me. As we walk together here in the bottom of the Barclays Center, Ian, you were calling this game. You, you had to play by play. As you're winding down the second half, what was that like? It was pretty intense, Diesel. It was a contest where both teams would start going crazy with the scoring. I mean, coming out of the second half, Richmond hits three threes. You think, oh, my gosh, the Spiders Dam is breaking loose and everything's going haywire. And then Syracuse responds, and both teams don't score. For about three, four, five minutes. There were so many different runs on this game, so many variations of how this thing transpired. And it, it really made for great basketball. I mean, Coach Bayon wasn't all that pleased with it, but I thought that <laughs> freshman coming out in overtime and competing right away. And this should be a. Yeah, absolutely. Would agree with that 100% as we walk back onto the floor here at the Barclays Center. St. John's and Temple doing battle right now. St. John's and Temple going at it. The winner of this game, Syracuse, will face tomorrow as we wait to re-enter the press area. A lot of St. John's fans here tonight. Would be an incredible atmosphere at Syracuse and St. John's match on tomorrow. It's not a foul! So Syracuse, this is. Syracuse gets a big win over Richmond. Here on the Orange Face Twitter Spaces. All right, we got former Face staffer Matt Bonaparte here. In the crowd at the Barclays Center, Bones, they're a former Fizzer. Tell everyone how you felt about this game watching in the crowd. I mean, it was down to the wire. I'll tell you what, though. Judah, I think he's my favorite player, and I love him. And how about Benny Williams? He grew a lot on me today. We talked to Benny in the locker room. I asked him about how, uh, how he's been getting fired up recently over the past couple games. He says kind of just blacks out and gets so locked into the game he doesn't even realize what he's doing. That's what I like. That's what you like to hear from a guy. He just forgets all the surroundings. Everybody's screaming his name. Doing doing? They're the best. Mostly they're me. But he blocks it out and scores anyway. I love that from the kid. So you watch the first few minutes of the St. John's Temple game. Syracuse faces the winner. Who are you more scared of right now? I'm not scared of either of them. I mean, at the end of the day, you're talking about the weak Johnnies. With the Johnnies, you have an opportunity to go out there and change the narrative of the St. John Syracuse matchup, the rivalry, if you will, in that the last time they played, the Johnnies took him to town on their home floor, 93 to 60, what, five, six years ago? Now. Long time ago. You want to win. And if you're looking at the Owls, that's a decent win. They beat Villanova this season, okay? You've got two opportunities at good wins tomorrow. you got to go out and play your heart out. One more thing for you. I know you're a Syracuse basketball historian. 
Chris McCullough comes into the locker room as we're all around Joe Girard's locker, breaks up his interview session, says, F this interview, taps him up, and immediately walks out of the locker room. I mean, that's a dog move by McCullough. And you wouldn't expect anything else from the best. You got to tip your cap for that. Chris McCullough wearing an autographed jersey of himself. You got to love that. He's, he's very confident, and you got to appreciate that out of Chris. Chris, what a moment in the Syracuse locker room. This arena has been infiltrated by St. John's fans. I'm sitting here next to Ian Unsworth. Ian, we're now sitting here watching the St. John's football game. What are you seeing from this? Well, not so much, Ethan, because we just got out of the Kim Bay pressure where he repeated his not ready retort about 15 to 20 times. Look, Jim, you can say that all you want, but you're playing these freshmen and they have to come up big. They did tonight. They didn't lose their composure. I'm excited to see Temple, who's already beaten Villanova this year, and has Tyus Battle's brother, Callum, as their starting point guard. He looks really good. He just came down the court and hit a three. So, interesting stuff. He's already got eight points. He is a very, very talented player, and a player of a brother Syracuse fans love very, very much during Tyus's three years at FU. A couple things before we wrap up here on the his Twitter spaces. Jim Beheim said in the press conference that we heard a little while ago that they got very lucky to win. His team didn't play very well, but a win is a win. If you win ugly, it doesn't matter. That's the same as if you win pretty. So what does Syracuse take away from this? I think what you take away is a W over a gritty team, a really well-coached team, a Richmond squad that made adjustments in the second half to come out and run in transition, push the pace to scramble the zone and get open three. Syracuse slowed the game down when it needed to. Judah Mintz, instead of pushing the break when it was one on three, slowed it down. Chris Bell, instead of jacking contested threes, took his time up there, got a shot inside the arc that had a lot more space. Players showed composure who had it before. That is very important, especially on an environment. The kids, the kids behind us are on the ground. In an environment like this, where, yes, the, the, the fans are filtering and it's half full, but you're playing on something that almost looks like a theater stage, as Battle misses a three. You're playing on almost a theater stage, right? NBA stands, NBA field with the spotlights and all that. People did not get rattled, and that is a big thing going forward. Because guess what? Next Tuesday, you're headed to the State Farm Center, and I guarantee you that place will be packed to the gills. Much more fans than either of these two games. Absolutely. And if you look at the building tonight, it was, of the people that were here, it was 80 to 85% Syracuse fans. It's not a true road environment. No. I may have stood next to, you know, a family of Richmond fans on the subway on the way here, but they may have been the only Richmond fans here for all we saw. Syracuse wins 74-71. Ian, anything before we sign off on this edition of Fizz Twitter Space? I think tomorrow it's going to be someone else to step up. And Joe George, that's it's not. It's not going to be Joe. I mean, Temple has to have that scouting report down pat at this point. And this is, Temple's a team with bigger bodies, a lot of athletic wings that can shut them down. St. John's is a little smaller. Andre Corbello, their point guard, was a Big Ten freshman teamer. At Illinois, struggled last year, had some injuries, had COVID, and now he's at St. John's. He's really dynamic, but he can get shut down by the zone. The thing is, though, Temple can play fast or slow. You deal with Villanova, you know you can play slow. And St. John's wants to go at that rocket speed. Temple's handling it right now. Big jump to the hour. They lead by seven. Syracuse is the winner.
So I'll pose you this, Ethan. Who do you think steps up tomorrow? I think it's Jesse Edwards with a big game offensively tomorrow. He was pretty much dormant for the first 30, 35 minutes of this game. He had three or four massive blocks late in the second half. Syracuse's defense was terrific in the last five minutes of this game. And a lot of that credit goes to Edwards. Blocking three-pointers in the corner, blocking shots in the lane. He was very timid to pick up another foul early in the second half. I thought he came alive at the end of it. And neither Temple nor St. John's has a dominant big man to speak of. So, I think that's something that could really come into play. Absolutely. All right. That will close it out for this edition of Fizz Twitter Spaces. Ian Unsworth, thank you very much. Matt Bonaparte, thank you very much for joining us. Any final words? Thank crap. Thank you very much, Bones. We'll see you guys tomorrow for Syracuse and the winner of St. John's and Temple. That's what you have to do now.